This is Yelena with 23T, a podcast that dedicates itself to learning about the real lives of up-and-coming artists who are pursuing their passion as their career. This platform creates a community of creatives who share their stories to serve other arts workers. If you're striving towards your dreams, you're bound to learn something from this podcast on how to achieve them by creating your own opportunity. Feeling really overwhelmed. and felt like I was kind of in a race where I can find myself like find what I want to do find if I like what I do maybe there will be five people at one of my shows but maybe one of those five people needs specifically what I bring to the table like people feel safe to grow here and they don't feel judged I'm okay with knowing that it's like a steady incline towards where we're trying to get to you're broadening your own human experiences by just empathizing and connecting with people I just have this thing where I need to get up and I need to do it just because you're a really great artist doesn't mean that you'll be successful in the industry because I've had the cell phone shut off a couple times I've had my internet shut off I've had like an apple for dinner like if we can help people mm-hmm. and it's just like the idea of like just being kind if no one's opening a door do exactly what you've done with this podcast and go go make your own door welcome back to 23t welcome back to the interview portion of the podcast i hope everyone is doing well staying safe um staying out of the sun for prolonged periods of time i'm in my hot box and i'm sweating <laughs> And, um, I told Soph right before this, I was like, just like, don't mind the gloss, like the <laughs> sheen. Cause it, I have one fan in my tiny apartment. I'm trying to get another one, but yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm cooking in here. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, I kind of wanted to just start off by saying that I have interviewed Jarrell. So this is the other half of Jarrell or <laughs> Beware. Um, and quite literally too, because you guys are together as well. Um, not only as like, uh, as musicians, but also in a relationship. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I interviewed him, I want to say last year, I don't even know what time it was in the winter sometime, I think. No, with the beginning of this year. No, was the summer? Yeah. Oh shit. (laughs) Time has gone by. (laughs) It was hot that day. I remember. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I dropped him off. And then uh, me and my friend went to the Eaton Center. So it was, like, really hot that day, I remember. Holy shit. Time has flown. I know. I know. Um, we're back in summer now. Uh, <laughs> I kind of want to – it's kind of going to be the same sort of thing, but we're going to talk about your journey rather than Jarrell's journey because we sort of just wanted to hear two different sides and then how you guys came together. But also I want to just talk about what it's been like being in quarantine Um, and specific things too, after I, um, met the two of you, I ended up going to see a show finally at, Mm -hmm. was the Horseshoe? Uh, no, the Garrison. The Garrison. I always like, I used to work beside it, but yeah, the Garrison. Um, so I want to talk about that real quick. So I don't really go to the Garrison. I don't really go to, uh, and it's (laughs) literally next door to where I worked for a year. Um, but I heard you guys, yeah. I heard you guys were coming to town, so I, like, literally got into my car and drove down there and just, like, went in, saw your set, and basically left after that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was outside, and you were like, yeah, I gotta go, but awesome, so amazing. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't even know you were there, because you were like, yeah, I'm yeah. coming, but then, like, you know, shit happens at shows where I'm just like, I don't know anyone right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I hope that this doesn't lag too much, but I wanted to say like, um, just, just again on the show, I like literally went by myself and I went for probably half an hour, maybe a little bit more. And I actually had a very good time. And that oh, is pure, awesome. purely because you guys are like really, really good entertainers. Um, you have really good energy, like high energy. Oh, and I, it was like, I don't even think it was that late in the night either. I think it was even like, I want to say it was around like nine o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So, we are yeah. opening for someone. So yeah, it had to have been around that time. Yeah. Um, but I just want to say like, it was a really good show regardless of like it being earlier in the night, me being sober, me being by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was just happy to have like seen that I got some recordings as well and Jarrell really knows how to like work the crowd like he was in the crowd like people were really like interacting with him yeah um it was like definitely a vibe but I wanted to say because now with everything with COVID-19 have you guys thought about like how in the future what it's going to be like when these venues are basically going to either be closed for X amount of time yeah and like what what is your thought process with venues like that that might not really come back to life well it's yeah it's it's hard because it's like even some spots that we were going to play on the tour we had like a little mini tour in March um they actually shut down and they've been open for like 30 plus years like Chainsaw and Waterloo got closed down um I think, but I uh, know yeah, it's weird for sure. I don't really know how this is all going to go back to like people being in a venue and then like just like chilling, but um, we're kind of just taking it, like seeing what other people are doing. I know a lot of people in the live music um, industry are losing a ton of money because of this, especially like our good friends that just promote shows and that's, that's their, how they make their money. That's how they pay the rent. And it's, it kind of, it's really sucks, honestly, but um, we're making the most of it. We're, uh, we did a few live streams already, um, one for Conestoga, Conestoga or whatever it is, uh, college. Um, we did a live stream for them and that was fun. So we had like all of their students in the live stream. So it was on their account. So we got some new fans from that. So there's still a way to like play shows and get new eyes on you. So, but it's just, it's so different. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And have you both, like, just you and Jarrell, have you both been home since this all started? Like, pretty yeah. much full time? I'm, like, nodding like people can see me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, um, I, I work at a uh, fitness store, so I sell fitness equipment and stuff, and um, March 12th, I think, was the last day I went in. Like, they're still open. I'm not going to say who I work for, because um, I still kind of am employed by them, air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, but they stayed open when like they weren't allowed to. Um, but I refused to go in. I was just like, you know, I like, I have a sister that's very immune compromised. I don't really want to risk it and being in work. So yeah, I've been off work for a very long time, which is weird, but, um, kind of nice at the same time, but I'm kind of missing just being in a routine. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so like two long ass months we've been, but we're very, yeah privileged to like be in like a house with a backyard (laughs) like I know a lot like you you don't have like you can't just like go sit on like a back porch and just like chill like yeah like I don't know how you're doing it 
I mm-hmm. honestly don't. But um, but yeah. Um, but because I mean, it's good that you made your own decisions for yourself. But have you been using a lot of this time to sort of make music and think about what you want to do with with music, or have you been taking a lot of time to just like relax, chill, and like mental health break, or is it like a mix of both? I would say it's more of like a relaxation. Like mm-hmm. Jarell's been more of the person that's been in the studio. Um, I've hit like sort of a creative block with that kind of stuff even before quarantine. So I'm just kind of like trying to figure out like what I want to do, like, um, on the side or anything like that. Like I, I do a lot of Photoshop and uh, graphic design. So I've been working on that more than music I find. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? And we're also in the midst of moving. So like, we don't even have our studio set up right now. So we're like just bringing everything to the new house. Um, but yeah. 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 You're saying that even before this, you're sort of like leaning, like kind of going away from music and trying to focus on other things like design and things like that. Mm-hmm. Design in every aspect. I've always um, loved interior design. I've always been like, that's just been my like knack. I've always done that kind of stuff. So even with moving to our new house, um, we're renovating it. So like I completely like gutted it, designed the entire like house, like top to bottom like floors trim like that kind of stuff um and I like honestly like love it it's like almost like it's kind of like um this quarantine has like made me like realize that like maybe I should be like going to school for like this kind of stuff but I'm always scared that like school for something that I love just ruins it because I went to Mm -hmm. school for music and I fucking hated it like I hated it Mm -hmm. so much um but I know a lot of people are just like, well, how can you hate it if it's like, that's your passion? It's just like, it's just like they make it into something like, that's just not enjoyable for people, especially creatively. Um, mm-hmm. I find you just can't teach creation and like um, passion. So it's kind of hard to like sit in a class about uh, like, uh, what's uh, what was a class I had? I had a math class actually in music school. And um, that was actually one of my favorite classes because we actually had... Um, all of our professors weren't actual professors. They were just, like, people in the industry. And, like, mm-hmm. they didn't really know how to teach. Like, they were, like, they had cool, like, lessons and stuff like that, like, experience. But they didn't know how to, like, actually teach the lessons. But my math teacher was actually a professor at York University. And, like, that was, like, the class I did the best in. Because, like, she took the time with you. She, like, and that was the most, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, that was the best class I think that you should learn in that type of uh, industry for sure. Cause it's all accounting and, and how mm-hmm. to manage your own numbers and shit like that. But, uh, but yeah. Um, so what do you want to just say, like, was it after high school? Did you go to a university or a college or you keep saying like music school? Oh yeah. I know. I don't mm-hmm. even remember. I, well, I graduated high school and then I took, I think like a year and a half off or something. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't go to like university or college right away. I didn't even know what I wanted to do. I mm-hmm. went to Sheridan for um, social work, actually, like child and youth care. Okay. And I loved it. I excelled at it. I was like an honor student. But once it got time to like go into a practicum and like a placement and stuff, I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't know if this is what I want to do. Like, um, especially because you're working with children. And like, I was like, I have to be 100% in this if I'm like being working with kids like who are like, um, but then I left Sheridan, and that's when I went to uh, Metalworks in Mississauga, and that's where I met Jarrell. And that's mm. um, a music sc- uh, school studio, like, a lot of people record there and stuff like that. So, 
but yeah, that's where I met Jarrell, and then uh, we both dropped out, and <laughs> the rest <laughs> is history. <laughs> and did you guys drop out at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we were both um, there for a while. I went for a vocal major, and then I hated it, and I switched to business, um, like a music business program, and it was the same exact thing, just like a one-year difference, so I was like, I don't like this, and Jarrell kind of like agreed, like, we were just in a bad time with that school, because there wasn't a lot of staff, like, every, like, teachers weren't showing up to, like, their classes, like, and it was an, it's an expensive school, like, it's not just like a, even $1,200 for a class is expensive, but this was yeah. like, over the top, um, expensive so it's like mm -hmm. you're paying that much money to like not even have your teacher show up to class and then um you're still paying for the class so like we kind of just got fed up with it and we're like you know what we're doing what we want to do anyway without schooling so like why right. not just take it um seriously and just make this like full time and that's what we kind of did and then um we like dropped out and then we just like did so many shows and we traveled um, for music, and that's just kind of been what we've been doing since, really. Mm -hmm. And just to talk about more about the design part of the things that you like, because you guys do merch. Do you have any say mm -hmm. in what the merch looks like? Do you have any part oh, of that? I, I do all the merch. Okay, cool. Yeah, I do. I design all the merch and the um, cover art for mm -hmm. for Jarrell. I literally just p picked it up randomly. I was just like, I kind of want to, like, learn how to, like, do cover arts for people because everyone needs cover art. Like, even for, like, people like like podcasts, like, people need something that they can look at, like, your um, your profile picture on your Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, it's all graphic design, all graphic designers that do that. And I picked it up, and I, like, just got the hang of it, and I actually really enjoy it. And, and yeah, like, I designed all Jarrell's merch that he's selling and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool to, like, see stuff that I just like randomly designed like on people like in like Germany or something it's kind of cool totally um I have it here just on the website so mm -hmm. it's jarellefisher.com so j-e-r-e-l-l-e -L -L -E. fisher is f-i-s-h-e-r.com so I'm just on the merch um mm -hmm. and the ones that you have here on the website are till death the t in white mm -hmm. and then splatter which is a long sleeve it's like orange long sleeve yeah yeah both really nice is that all that you have right now or no, is it just not on the site it might not be on the site like is there a red shirt like that's um the barcode one um this is the one like if i just go to oh there's like a pre-sale as well yeah, I was gonna say, cause we have like barcode uh t-shirts um mm -hmm. we're designing masks now that um okay cool. are coming out really soon that we're gonna donate um a portion of it um, so yeah, I designed the masks as well, and Jarrell yelled at me because I, like, peeked them yesterday, and he's like, no, we're releasing it, blah, 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 and I was like, oh, shit. so I had to, like, delete everything. <laughs> he always, like, tells you, like, when we're gonna release stuff, and I always forget, and I just, like, peek everything, and, like, literally, he's gonna have, like, like, four million followers one day, I'm just gonna, like, release his album, he's gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'll be like, shit, sorry. Uh, how old are you now? 23? Okay, yeah. I was trying to just put the timeline in my head, because I was like, okay, like, High school, didn't go to university for a while. Yeah. Because I'm 25 now. And um, how old is Jarrell? 26? He's 26, yeah. yeah I'm turning okay. 24 in July, so I'm basically okay, cool. 24 right now. <laughs> okay, cool. Just, like, yeah. for people to know to get, like, uh, an image of how long you've been yeah. alive and this, like, time <laughs> timeline that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but sort of, I don't want to get, like, crazy with, like, five-year goal, but just – 
And I know now too, just with like the pandemic and everything, it's hard to even think of like, where am I going to be next year? Because this is something like none of us obviously have lived through and whatever. But for you, just like, you're sort of realizing being in quarantine that you're making these transitions into things that you like and sort of have always Mm -hmm. liked. Like in a year from now, like let's say next summer, what would you want to see yourself doing? Say this is all over. I mean, like I hope um, that I'm just doing something that I love and being able to live off of it. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. in five years time, like that's a pretty like good goal to have. But um but yeah, like anything just creative. Like, like I like designing. I really want to go to school for design. So maybe I'll be doing that kind of thing. Or um, mm-hmm. I've also been interested in real estate, which is um, maybe I'll do an online course, like even like, like next week or something like that. Like I hope just to be making a living, like being able to live, honestly, <laughs> like without mm-hmm. working minimum wage, because I freaking yeah. hate working retail and I hate working for someone so I just I mm-hmm. hope I'm not working for anyone that's what that's yeah. where I want to be in five years I don't want to be mm-hmm. working for anyone yeah you just want to be able to work for yourself and like do yeah and like any that part of whatever you like yeah but I mean sure. I guess that's everyone like <laughs> yeah well, honestly some people like like some people I would agree with you like that's always been my ideal mm-hmm. but I've talked yeah. to lots of people who like just want to work for a really good company and actually yeah. thrive off of like being told what to do yeah, yes, yeah. So, like, there's people like that, too. I'm always surprised to hear about them because like, <laughs> I don't, my brain doesn't work like that. I don't. I want to work um, minimum wage. Yeah. yeah. But I have no. lots of friends that just, like, want to keep working from their company, either if it's, like, remotely, they're, like, they vibe with it, they want to, I mean, like, if, you, if you're not miserable goals. and you get paid well, mm-hmm. like, why not? Like, you know what I mean? But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I work for a fitness store, so I need to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> But I guess because you're, like, 23 or so fucking young, so am I. Like, we all are. We're in our 20s. I know. It sounds like, though, like, you try your best to not really put a lot of pressure on yourself and, like, just sort of, like, keep, like, the day-to-day and, like, not be stressed and just, like, keep moving forward. What, am I right for saying that? Or do you get stressed off? That sounds like me. Oh, my God. I'm so stressed all the time. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. No, I'm, like else constantly telling me like relax because I like I really don't know what I'm gonna do like about my job right now because like mm. um like long story short there's like someone that works there that like uh we've had like some arguments and like I am not working there anymore with that person um mm-hmm. but he's always just like just relax you're gonna be fine you're gonna find a job like it's all gonna be okay and the reason why I'm so stressed too is because like we're moving into our first home in like two and a half three weeks and like I have like no income besides like EI right now so mm-hmm. it's like, shit, I need to find a job. Like, I'm on Indeed, like, 24-7. Just, like, please, someone hire me. Like, um, but, yeah, I'm just just trying to, like, uh, figure out what I want to do. Like, I'm, like, totally not the stress-free kind of person. I'm constantly yeah. fucking stressed. I'm <laughs> always like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And draws like, the one telling me to calm down. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, but my dad's, like, so, um, he's always just like, yeah, like, you're only 23, you got time, blah, 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 and then he'll be, like, so, 26 is soon, you're gonna turn 26 soon, like, you know, I'm like, okay, you're so, like, like, I don't understand, but, um, but, yeah, I'm just hoping I find a job soon, or, like, something mm-hmm. like that, just to keep me going, until I find something that, like, I'm passionate about. Yeah, so has Jarrell sort of been keeping you, like, under, like, 
like the stress-free like how's he been coping with everything you're saying you're having a little bit of different methods he's more in the studio telling mm-hmm. you to chill like how's he been doing <laughs> <laughs> well he's been stressed too I mean he just went back to work on Monday mm-hmm. um so now I'm like alone every day <laughs> I'm like I'm like fuck I like don't have like a quarantine buddy anymore I'm just like by myself um no he's been he's been he's been chill but um he just been has like some family stress and stuff like that like his little brother uh got surgery on his kidney like during all this so we couldn't see him like in the hospital we had to like go in our car at at the hospital and like talk through the windows and stuff so i know that was hard for him and just stuff like that but other than that like he's been he's been pretty good but um but yeah no he's been he's been pretty good actually I'm kind of jealous that he's taking this. And he hasn't gained any weight. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> he eats more than me, and he's, like, losing weight. I don't, like, it's so fucking annoying. I've, like, I've for real gotten the quarantine 15. Like, it's... <laughs> even, like, me, like, I've always had a hard time gaining weight. I've always been a thin person. But even I have gained weight in this quarantine. I'm not complaining. I'm actually pretty happy about it. But I was, like, so... I was, like, so damn. Like, this is what it took, a pandemic, for me to gain, like, 15 pounds. Like, oh finally... God. But it's yeah. been good because I'm, like, always wanted to gain weight so when I was mm-hmm. in high school and stuff. And I just – I don't know. My metabolism, I guess, everybody's different. Yeah, I know. I, I fucking wish I had, like, a fast metabolism. That'd be awesome. But we are all born with what we have. But, um, but yeah, no. I've uh, just been, like, trying to keep busy, like, stay healthy. Um, yeah. I'm trying to work out, all, like, once a day, like, just five days a week and just eat a little better because – when you're in quarantine, like, you're just starving 24-7 for some reason, like, (laughs) and then, yeah, so, but yeah, just trying to keep busy and stay healthy, and Jarrell's just, like, doing it all awesome and making me look (laughs) awful, so. (laughs) Um, so I just want to ask you, like, a couple more questions, and then sort of, I'm going to get your advice at the end, and I think we can just, like, wrap it up as well, but, um, just things, like, that I would throw at you, like, say next month, things like opened up and people were asking you to go to venues and like do shows. Would you be open to that? Like, what would you think about that sort of happening? Oh shit. I mean, geez, I don't even know, honestly, because the, the media is so conflicting with how serious this virus is. Cause it's like, like Doug Ford, apparently I heard that he's like not doing stage two soon now. Cause like everyone's like ruining it. Like, so <laughs> Um, I guess I would just have to, like, see how everything is at that time. Because, like, right now, if it's like this, I would be mm-hmm. like, nah. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I have no idea. Because I, I don't even think Drell and I talked about that. Because we're just kind of taking it, like, with everyone else. We're just like, what is happening? Like, yeah. are venues even going to open back up? Like, is it just mm-hmm. all going to be virtual shows? Because, like, Tory Lanez is starting this whole, like, YouTube show thing now so I'm yeah, like, I where, like shows are gonna go like I have mm. I have no idea I, I we're just kind of taking it like with everyone else and just if in a month like Canada's like yeah zero cases whatsoever then I'd be like okay yeah. then like let's go but like mm-hmm. um but yeah if we're still like in stage one of reopening like some businesses still aren't open I don't know because mm-hmm. obviously they wouldn't even let people in the venue if that's the case but mm-hmm. yeah we'll just see what happens it's crazy. It's true. What you're saying is true. Like every day is different. So it's really hard yeah. to like plan for these things because mm-hmm. we have absolutely no idea. 
And it's crazy how so many people have really been like turned on their heads where you sort of set these plans. You kind of know where your life is going. You kind of know your next move. And then something like this happens and you're just like, what the fuck? Like everything's sort of just fucked and you don't know what to think or it's really hard to plan for anything even a month in advance like we're talking about. Um, But yeah, like I can understand the stress behind all of this, but at the same time, I, it is kind of comforting knowing that literally everyone on basically planet Earth is in the same position. That's literally what Jarrell's mm-hmm. been telling me. He's just like, mm-hmm. you're not the only one that doesn't have a job right now because of this. Stop. Like, he's like, don't worry about it. I'm like, I know. Like, it does make me feel better because a lot of my friends still aren't at their jobs again because they work in tattoo shops or something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I don't even know. I don't even know. This This whole quarantine fucks up your routine and like. Just kind of like, like I'm, I literally feel like I'm in high school again, like sleeping mm. until like 1230, like going mm. to bed at like three in the morning. And like, I need to get out of that. Cause like someday like someone's going to call me for an interview at like 8am and I'm going to be like, fuck. <laughs> like mm. yeah, 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 like yeah. that was me this morning waking up at 6am. Like I want to die. Yeah. Um, thanks for being like so honest and kind of just telling me like you're like doing your thing and you're sleeping in and like whatever. <laughs> um, and like just trying to figure it out like everybody else. Um, yeah. it's, it's really hard right now, even for me to be like motivated and creative and I'm still going to work and I still want like to keep having that drive of like, just like keeping fine, like finding inspiration. Um, mm-hmm. but it's just like hard when you're not doing a whole lot and I think it's okay to like really take a break. And something that I keep telling myself too, is like, this is probably the first time in our lives and maybe the last that will ever the world have a break pause. like yeah, yeah so like the world We're, is literally mm-hmm. on pause nothing is being updated you're in yeah the same, yeah I, I totally like agree it's crazy yeah. but your work has been open this whole time hasn't it it has this whole time yeah i've been working yeah. this whole time where do you work in like a cafe yeah it's just a cafe and you guys were open yeah <laughs> just for takeout. How was that? Takeout. Oh, okay, okay, true. Yeah. Um, it was pretty rough, like just seeing it from like I think it was just scary in the beginning because it literally felt like an apocalypse for me. Like everybody yeah. that I work with got laid off except for me and I just work with my boss. And um it was no like specific reason of like you're our favorite. It just sort of happened that way because yeah. I'm the only one that works uh downstairs. And, down, and then the upstairs is a bistro. So it just made sense for me to keep working because I'm always down there and we just transitioned to takeout. But it was just scary to see like we were busy, like we were a busy place. And then all of a sudden it was like a ghost town and it really was wow. like a switch. And then just these last few months like can definitely be like discouraging. And I'm waking up every day at like five, going to work at six. And then I don't like like 20 people come in in eight hours, 30 people. And it was, yeah, it was definitely hard. It was stressful, especially because like, you didn't know how to like be, you didn't know what was like appropriate. Do I wear a mask? Do I not? Do I I know? Like, it's so funny because at the beginning of this, me and Jarrell were like self-conscious about walking into a store with a mask on because no one was wearing one. We're like, we look Mm -hmm. stupid. Like everyone's Mm -hmm. staring at us. Like people are literally like laughing. Like I'm like, so crazy. Like people are laughing. Now you go into a fucking grocery store and it's like, insane like people are like judging you if you don't have one on you're not even allowed in like longos without a mask now yeah um it's funny like the difference in our jobs though because like I work at a fitness place so our sales literally went crazy like we did 
I think 150 K in a month. Oh, wow. Like it was, and that's one store. Like it was mm-hmm. every single store that did that. Like everyone hit super bonuses. Like everyone mm-hmm. was like, but the difference is that like my work wasn't paying anyone like that raise that everyone got. So like yeah. people were just working their asses off like crazy and they didn't even change mm-hmm. their hours or anything. They right. just recently did it. Cause I think they got shit with like a bylaw officer or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, people like quarantine. It's like, oh my God, gyms are closed. It's a good time to be an owner of a fitness place. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it was crazy how like how busy it was, and I'm kind of glad I wasn't there for it because the manager, uh, my manager was saying, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking blame you for not being in the store. Like it's so <laughs> stressful right now because mm-hmm. you get like you get web orders, you get phone orders, and then you get the foot traffic coming in the door, and like. They were not social distancing at my store. I drove by like three times because I literally lived down the street from my work and I was yeah. just like stalking them. <laughs> and like I drove by and literally there was a lineup and like so many people in the store and people were outside, like employees were helping them to the car, like holding their dumbbells, like laughing. Yeah. Like, Holy shit. Like they just like nothing is happening with like over in this area. <laughs> like they just yeah. like, don't even know. But yeah, um, yeah it was crazy. I'm, I'm glad I didn't go. I like I genuinely believe that was the right decision um but but yeah it's just crazy how like some businesses just went out of business like literally had to sell their business of like 30 plus years and then like my work is just like yeah. taking like they're just like loving this quarantine they're like yeah. this is the best thing to happen to like their industry like it's crazy mm-hmm. it's crazy how yeah like you're saying there it's so polar opposite for some people some people are really thriving in this like quite literally mm-hmm. And others are, yeah, like you have to sell your business that you've been working at for however many years. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, about the people mm-hmm. who, sorry, that came into my work um, that have like their own gyms. Like it's just a local small gym. And like I drive by them now and like they're just like looks like ghost towns. Like they don't have like good life fitness money or like LA fitness money where they can just right. like, they could afford to like not have like people coming into their gym. Like I feel really bad for like, the people that just like just started their own like business with a gym and then they're just like yeah like they can't do anything with it now and mm-hmm. who knows if they're gonna be reopening when this all happens but um but yeah it's just sad everyone that's like losing people even and like so we're very we're very lucky like all of us even like me and mm-hmm. you like we're very lucky yeah. to like not have lost anyone during this nothing crazy really happened um I'm very privileged to have a gym in my house like mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are literally like dying without a gym and I'm just like I'm so grateful I have a gym in my house and a backyard and you know what I mean and just like my mom in my house with me and like my boyfriend mm-hmm. and like my dogs even I don't even know how you don't have a dog and you're like <laughs> you have a dog with you 24 <laughs> 7 like I'd be so uh-huh. bored if my dogs yeah. weren't here like mm-hmm. and they're like ecstatic that like we're home alone like every yeah. day like they're like yeah this party like but um but yeah well, that's what I was going to ask you to end off, but you pretty much just named them all. Like, I was just going to ask what's been keeping you sane. Like we said, the world is kind of on pause, but you just said it, like having a backyard, yeah. having a gym, your boyfriend, your dogs, your mom. Um, Literally. But it just puts it into perspective, like the things that really matter at the end of the day. It's like, I know, right? Those things, like they keep you sane and they keep you happy. Um, so yeah, like. Thank you for having this, like, open conversation with me. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. You know, like, I know everyone is sort of in different mindsets, in different spaces. They're using their time in different ways. They're putting their Mm -hmm. energy into different things. So, I mean, I hope, like, if you want to go to school for design, 
hopefully that happens for you. If yeah. you don't, like, you know, hopefully this is all over soon and you have more, like, clarity on, like, what you can even do, just like the rest That's of us. That's the thing, too. It's just, it's just, like, what's gonna happen. I think that everyone's so, like, stressed about, like, like, it's the mm-hmm. uncertainty of, like, am I gonna have a job? Am I gonna be, like, you know what I mean? Is everything gonna be open? It's just, everyone's just so fucking confused, and I think that's, that's really what everyone's downfall is. Like, no one knows what's happening. Like, mm-hmm. like even if you think you know, like, yeah, yeah. this is gonna happen. Like, no one knows what's gonna happen, because, like, Doug Ford was like, yeah, stage one open, and then my friend told me, yeah, he's not doing any that anymore, because the Toronto Park thing that happened. So I'm like, oh my god. So, like, no one just no one knows what the hell is gonna happen and I think it's just the uncertainty that scares people for sure yeah I everyone yeah it it makes sense why I mean that's just history human history is like being afraid of things you don't understand so this is just extremely heightened but anyways I hope you guys made it to the end of the podcast I hope we got to know the other half of Jarrell as well (laughs) and beware a little bit better and sort of Uh, their routine right now in quarantine and just how they're coping with what's happening with the music industry and just what they've been doing creatively or what they've just been doing to stay happy and sane and stress-free. If you guys did make it to the end of the podcast, please like uh, share it, let people know, maybe like it, rate it, whatever, review it. Um, I love doing this every week and talking to someone else and seeing how everybody's doing in this fucked up crazy time um and I'm yeah it's 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 honestly like awesome to just like have someone like new to talk to too like yeah. I like talk to the same two people every day yeah I'm like fuck I need to like some things just need to open up so I can just not go out again yeah. <laughs> so, like I act like yeah. I'm so like <laughs> like bummed out and I'm like I never even went out in the first place so it's like <laughs> That's like, that, that was something that I said to my parents too. I was like, oh, cause I kept seeing these funny memes and videos people yeah. were making where they're like, when quarantine's over and like everybody runs out and they look around and they turn around and they go back in. Yeah. <laughs> like literally me. It's like, yeah. yeah. Like that's what we do. Like we yeah. stay inside. Um, but yeah, anyways, I just wanted to say thank you again and guys, I will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. It's psychological hustle, I gotta battle these comments Like the king got no muscle, they keep on bursting my bubble Now every morning when I wake up, only me in the huddle So batter up, batter up, you know I'm hitting the double You know I'm running the bases, I know I gotta embrace it Like a girl without a top, just kinda sitting on your lap Boy, what you do? Girl, I rap, I rap nasty Maybe one day I'll say chase to the paparazzi it's psychological hustle, be prepared for anything and everything, it'll tear you down, it'll tear you down, it's psychological hustle, psychological hustle, psychological